Prepare to commence relaxation. Set your phone down. Put whatever is in your hands down for your hands for your mind. Close your eyes. Now, from the top of your head, imagine like someone cracked an egg and <clears throat> the egg's like running down. But it's it's not egg. It's not gross. What you're doing is you're just sensing the very top of your head. Almost like you have a tennis ball setting up on the very top of your head, like it's balancing there. Put your focus there, and then from there down, imagine that you are feeling on your body, on your skin, warm, viscous relaxation just melting down from the top of your head. It starts, relax your scalp, your forehead, your eyebrows, your ears. Relax your inner ear, the back of your head. Now relax your eyes, your eyelids. Almost let your eyeballs just sort of like settle into their sockets. Let them relax. Your cheeks. Tension is melting away from your jaw hinge, where your cheekbones are, down to your nose, your nostrils, to where your nostrils give in to that little dimple part above your top lip. Relax that. And then let your mouth relax. And then the muscles of your jaw. The little crease between your chin and your bottom lip. Relax that. Relax your chin. Relax your teeth. Yeah. Give your teeth a break. Relax your gums. Relax your tongue. It's melting. Warm. Let gravity take it. Let it float. Let gravity hold you. It's protecting you. You're okay. You're safe. Now the line beneath your jaw. You can even use your fingers and feel just underneath your jawline. Relax those muscles gently. Relax your throat. Helps to relax that tongue. Relax your throat in the back of your neck. Relax the place where your cervical spine, atop which sets your sits your uh, skull. Relax that little area there. Okay. Melting down into your trapezoids. Relax your shoulders. Relax your hands. Let go. Let your hands fall open. And just let the tension drip off of you like butter. Relax your feet. Now, let the meditation commence. Om in nomine Patri et Filii Spiritu Domine Amen. In nomine Patri et Filii Spiritu Domine Amen. In nomine Patri et Filii Spiritu Domine Amen.
welcome back to That Thing with James. I'm your host, James, and this is The Chill Zone. Chill, 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 zone, 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 zone. That's what the show's about. Just chillin'. You and me. And maybe a guest if I, if I get them. Hey, what's up? How's it going? How was your week? How was Thanksgiving? I, I record uh, these episodes the week before they come out. I record on Sundays, release on the following Friday. So I just had, you know, Thanksgiving with the family and then uh, got to come home. I was fortunate enough to have a Friday off from work. I did not purchase anything on Black Friday. And um, I feel fine with that because, you know, you know, if you're watch, if you've been watching this show for a hot minute, you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, I had a nice short little visit with family and I got to come home and I've just had a pretty good weekend, especially compared to last weekend where on the show I had a little bit of a anxiety attack, um, which had been building up for some weeks, nay, some months. Um, yeah, just dealing with some uh, stuff, still trying to just sort of get a hold of my new life and uh, the con- new contexts in which I find myself living. But that's not what this episode is about. Today, I, first and foremost, want to focus on just us chilling. Hey, what's up? You got some time? You just want to hang out? What's up? You're here. We're chilling, baby. Uh, so I found out about this thing called human design this past, like, week. I had seen this woman, since I'm on TikTok now, this woman kept popping up on my For You page, basically. If you're not on TikTok, it's basically your main feed that the algorithm says, oh, so you're into this other stuff? You're probably into this too. And TikTok's algorithm is pretty fucking impressive at figuring out what type of content you would like. And pretty quick, too. It's really impressive. Well, there was this woman, as I said, who kept popping up on my main feed, my For You page, and she kept talking about this human design thing, human design thing, manifesting, manifesting. Now, I have played around with manifestation and that sort of stuff for years. I've been into, you know, kind of woo-woo stuff for most, uh, most, my entire fucking life, like back in the day, like back in the day, day, when I was living in New Jersey as a kid, little kid, um, I was super into Star Wars and this is way before the prequels came out. So I only had the originals and that was before George Lucas fucked them up royally uh, with all new CG and all that bullshit. Uh, do you remember seeing that where it's like, oh, you know what? Let's add in every fucking character as a CG thing, uh, as like CG ghosts at the end of uh, episode whatever, Return of the Jedi or whatever the fuck it was. That was so bad. Do not let George Lucas do any revising, okay? <laughs> that's that's my opinion, in, in my humble opinion. Mm. Mm. Oh, real quick. Today I'm drinking, not sponsored by, but I, I always drink it on this show and I love to just promote it. 
Waterloo sparkling water. And for the past whatever bit, like month or whatever, I've found a cranberry flavor perfect for this holiday season. And it is, as with every one of their products, delicious. But it's cranberry, so it's especially delicious. I would love to see how they make their stuff. Because it says, I'm pretty sure, naturally flavored with other natural flavors. So do they use like real cranberries? Do they, uh, you know, just soak in cranberry juice, like real homemade cranberry juice with this Waterloo sparkling water? I don't know, man, but it is good. I'm going to have another sip of it right here. You are listening to ASMR, Mr. Ass. That's me. I'm the man, James Asser. I would like to mention real quick that I do have a master's degree. Uh, Well, back to the story. I have been, uh, well, I was, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm more into Star Trek now because, well, I'm not a baby anymore. You know, I, I, I have grown and have a philosoph- philosophical thoughts and stuff, but I'd always had philosophical thoughts my entire life. And when I was a kid, I would um, practice unironically. Like, I, I genuinely committed myself to practicing the force, be it trying to, you know, who 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 in this world has not tried to use the force to get the remote to fly into their palm using only their mind and the energetic life force that permeates and is the universe. I tried to use the force. I tried to levitate. I meditated as a kid just because I was into it. And um, that never, ever went away. I have always been into just, I guess, philosophical kind of stuff. And a lot of just, I I would later find out a lot of the uh, perspectives that I found made most sense to me as a kid, as my mind turned these these thoughts and perspectives over, um, Eastern philosophies always really clicked with me. Western stuff is pretty kind of insightful and but it it, it reaches a point where it's like 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 current science it's like you can only go so far but then you have a hard time explaining some stuff because well you can't really quantify it, right? And so a lot of Eastern philosophies, I mean, it does take, it's like, um, it's like, uh, what, what am I getting at here? It's kind of like, I think, is it Jeet Kune Do? That was the martial arts style, um, sort of, uh, you know, slapped together by uh, Bruce Lee, be like water or be water, my friend. It's always, they always say be like water, but I'm pretty sure it's be water, my friend, be water. Um, well, the philosophy of Jeet Kune Do, if that's what it's called, um, is basically learn from everything, everything, 
take what take out what or keep what works and then forget about the rest. And then maybe you'll come around and find out some of the stuff that you set aside does come into play later and does work later. But at any given moment, millisecond, use what works and uh, incorporate no matter what school of thought, no matter what um, technique of martial art, incorporate it. And so that's kind of what I've done with all sorts of different stuff I've learned from you know, just philosophy, which a lot of it I have learned from sci-fi, sci-fi, fantasy, just like high fiction kind of stuff. There's always some kind of, well, let me say this. Let me, let me post it this way. My favorite kind of um, fiction is that which incorporates some philosophy or, um, social commentary, which, I mean, it then comes down again to some sort of philosophy, some some sort of way of viewing um, existence, viewing this experience we have while we're alive, these things we perceive. Well, anyway, I've always really been into that kind of stuff, kind of woo-woo, but I'm also very much into, like, science, like, hard facts, things that can be um, measured and quantified and, um, you know, tested and, you know, you measure the results and then see if you can replicate those results exactly every time. Basically, scientific method. I'm into science. I'm into the scientific method of, say, like, critical, like Marxist critical material dialectical analysis. Like I'm into that kind of stuff, but I personally also like to incorporate the quote unquote woo woo stuff. And the thing that I feel works for me is that the hard side, the quantified side, the, uh, the material analysis side, especially helps kind of uh, suss out the sussy stuff within woo-woo thoughts. But, and, and there's plenty of it, as I kind of alluded to in the uh, New Age Nazis series, which I will get back to probably in 2022, because uh, it's been entering my mind again. Um, so there, there is a lot of sussy stuff in, in woo-woo, because it's so easy to put it in there because you can't really quantify a lot of this stuff. But then, there, but there's also, I would say, more really good stuff like I Ching, the Tao, uh, you know, Wu Wei, um, all that sort of thing, Buddhism, etc. Um, it, it, it explains a lot of things that you can experience, like re- repeated, but you just can't fucking measure it. Does that make sense? Um, so I, I personally have my own, I guess, philosophical Jeet Kune Do. And, uh, a side note, I, I would love to get back into martial arts. Um, but I, you know, I've been doing yoga and stuff like that for over, I started when I was like 21 or 22 doing yoga. Um, and I haven't looked back since, but even before that I did Taekwondo and, you know, 
the mind-body connection, all this sort of stuff. And by the way, if you think you have to work to connect your mind and body, no, 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 no. They are linked. One does not exist without the other, mind-body, just so you know, FYI. Um, it's simply becoming aware of that mind-body connection um, kind of helps you get a better understanding and thus a better handle on yourself. And what I mean by a better handle on yourself is being able to understand why you do the things you do, how you do the things you do, why you do them the way you do them, so on and so forth. And through that, figure out, start learning how to, you know, just kind of become aware of your machine and your software, so to speak, your your body and your mind, emotions, etc., your thoughts, feelings, sensations. Um, once you become more aware of those, and not like in a self-critical way, just simply uh, aware, aware that they're there, just experiencing, observing them. That's the word. Um, the more you observe, uh, the more you have a better sort of control of it like learning controls in a video game, you know? Once you're aware of the controls and you you get a um, more nuanced feel of the nuances, um, the more control you have and therefore the more options you have to uh, I, I, do something that you want to do. Um, and, oh, oh, so... Through that, uh, it's not like uh, it's a one and done sort of thing. That awareness of your your mind body connection, your responses, your the way you sense things, that is an ongoing practice. It's an ongoing education. It is a lifelong lesson, and you will find things that work and find what doesn't work. And I recently found something that for me works. It's something new and it helps helps me wrap my head around and contextualize sort of how I am, say even like my energy levels or the types of results I get from the ways I, different ways I try to um, accomplish some certain goal, say. Now, this relates back to the For You page on TikTok and this woman who kept coming on and talking about like manifesting stuff. And I've tried a lot and I've had some freaky fucking experiences where something worked out, but then I've had other things that just didn't work out. And then I've had other sort of things manifest like in this manifesting experiments. I always like to think of these things as experiments um, that have blown up bad. Um, well, this woman kept talking about this thing called human design. She's like, oh, once I discovered my human design, I learned that I'm a manifesting generator and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And things started working out for me, yada, 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 yada. Never mind the fact that I also am skeptical of like, well, you also have a lot of material privileges, not to say that you are, um, you know, 
like privileged in an unfair way and necessarily exploitative way. But as a, a lot of these people who are into like manifesting stuff, you know, just put your content out there and you can become a millionaire. Just learn how to code and you can make six figures within a year. Blah, 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 blah. A lot of these people really seem to me very unaware of their material. Um, fuck, what was the word I was just saying? Um, you know, luck, their material luck. Um, and it's kind of annoying, but I, there are also plenty of other people who are aware and do incorporate and say, you know, this is some woo woo stuff for you to try out. And it's worked out for me, but also be aware of like material stuff. And, you know, they'll acknowledge the material side, which I appreciate. This woman didn't necessarily do that. And, um, but, but. She was the jumping off point for me to learn about this thing, like I said, called uh, human design. But what the fuck is it? Uh, let me see here. It is, I'm just going to go off of Wikipedia here. I have not read this yet as per usual, but let's see what he, uh, Wikipedia says here. Just so I don't have to spend minutes trying to uh, describe something that's probably easier to describe here. Human design is a spiritual practice whose effectiveness has not been confirmed by peer review research. It is a new age inspired pseudoscience. Its proponents describe it as a quote, holistic self-knowledge system End quote. Human design combines astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, and Vedic philosophy. Human design was originated by Alan Robert Krakauer, who published a book called The Human Design System under the pseudonym Ra Uru Hu in 1992. Hey, that rhymed. Krakower developed the human design system following a mystical experience uh, in 1987. Let me guess. Was he on drugs? Probably. That'd be fucking cool. Drugs are cool, man. Human design purports this is an adult show. If you're if you're underage, uh, what are you doing? Get get out of here. Come on, get. Human design purports to be a self-knowledge method which does not have any specific religious dogma or affiliation. Despite this, human design has been described by theologian J.R. Hustwit as a quote unquote transreligious project that is quote breathtaking in scope and synthesizes seven or more traditions. It has also been described as a physiological counseling instrument and, quote, the new astrology, end quote. In human design analysis, planets are displayed in a type of horoscope called a body graph. The body graph shows the 62 hexagrams of the I Ching at various locations on the body. It is sometimes shown within a mandala overlaid on the 12 signs of the zodiac. The human design addresses dietary regimen and ideal environments for living, working, and relationships. In addition, it facilitates deep access to bodily, generational, and interdimensional intelligence. So that's, yeah, that's a pretty good way of describing it. Um, 
So you can go, there's like a couple websites that I found where basically you put in um, your date of birth, your time of birth, because you are putting in, you're getting your natal chart, like your full astrological natal chart, but it's putting being put into the system that, yeah, it incorporates the I Ching, which I've, I don't believe I've done an episode on the I Ching, and I think I want to do that. That would be very cool. Um, if you don't know what it is, look it up. It's just I space C-H-I-N-G, I Ching. Uh, it incorporates, it's like uh, kind of a, a, a divination tool developed within uh, Taoism, if I remember correctly. Well, it incorporates that and like your chakras and your bodily organs and sort of how your energy works and that kind of thing. Now, I can see how, you know, I, 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 I have not encountered it, but it seems to be a common thing with New Age stuff. Uh, as I discussed in the New Age Nazis series, um, somewhere down the line, this is probably links up to some fascist fucking conspiracy theories and maybe a little bit of like I my over the past week I could see my mind like a society in which um you know this is really incorporated say into like a tribe or something and it basically turns into eugenics because eugenics also sort of dictates how you should live your life what you should be what you should be eating that sort of thing well I haven't encountered that yet but I I can imagine a way that it could turn into that but that aside, and as I said, I personally have not encountered that yet. Granted, what the fuck was that? You know, it's crack Fridays and screaming Sundays. Apparently, it's always fucking screaming on Sundays downstairs. Anyway, um, anyway, y y you can get your graph done. I haven't found anything, you know, uh, eugenic or fascist in this yet. But it's pretty interesting, and it has spoken to me. I don't know if you can hear that screaming, but that is some kids squealing. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, so just check it out. Go to, I think uh, there's one called myhumandesign.com, and then there's another one. I think it's called, like, mybodygraph.com. Like, put it into Google first so you don't get the wrong URL. Uh, and you put in your, your, your information, your birth information. And then it comes up with this graph that has, well, if you've ever done a natal chart, it's got your natal chart stuff, but it incorporates it into your body. And there are different types of um, designs, like human designs. There are manifestors, there are generators, there are projectors. Let me look up what the different designs are. Uh, human design types. Okay. Wee wee girl. Okay, so here, here's a thing from wee wee girl. <laughs> wee wee girl. Uh, this one was written by someone named uh, Adair Smithwick, your go-to guide for human design. 
You've heard of the Enneagram, Astrology, and Myers-Briggs, but have you heard of human design? The concept has recently dominated the health and wellness industry as more people discover how their type can help them better align themselves and their world. Defined by four types, human design can help you understand and align with your higher self. I hate that term, higher self. Anyway, warning, learning about your human design could cause you to live fully and embrace your uniqueness. Are you ready to live your truest form? Let's get started. And of course, this can easily get, um, I mean, I see all sorts of like MLM type chicks on this stuff, but I, I did find a very good and totally not MLM. Like this one's, uh, I, I actually like it, um, a podcast that I'll, I'll, boost later on once I start talking about what I found out my type is according to human design. So first, what is human design? According to the Jovian Archive, human design is a map meant to understand your genetic nature better. The human design chart, also known as the body graph, defines where energy flows within you and how you can harness that energy to your best ability. In addition to better understanding your genetic nature, you can uncover the conscious and unconscious aspects of yourself that will lead you into true alignment with who you are. This concept is based on psychology to encourage greater fulfillment of your life. Your human design type is based on your birth, yada, yada, yada. Okay. The human design types. There are five types. There are manifestors, generators, manifesting generators, projectors, and reflectors. I'm a projector. So the five types are defined by three categories. Um, the strategy or how you make decisions, how the aura functions and affects others, and your signature, which indicates where your life is moving. I'm happy to say my signature is success. So uh, <laughs> can't wait for that. But funny enough, I have to wait for it according to my design, which again, I'll get into in a bit here. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Uh, time for a quick history of human design lessons, yada, yada. What is this? Okay, so here's this thing. Uh, human design has been around for roughly, wow, 35 years. Well, it's a year older than me. I'm about to turn 34, December 15th. Wish me a happy birthday. And if you really love me, become a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Help support the show and me. And uh, you get access to bonus episodes, by the way. Go to patreon.com slash that thing with James. And for as little as $5 for an entire month, you can get one extra episode every week because I record bonus episodes after recording these, like this free episode. Um, I record a bonus episode every week, and you will also get access to all the previously recorded and released bonus episodes. So if you enjoy this kind of thing, if uh, you like learning about all sorts of different shit, you like uh, my whole vibe where I, you know, I'm not like a particular genre or anything. And, you know, I'm kind of like Cowboy Bebop, baby. I'm just fucking remixing experience and making it into like a fucking chill vibe called That Thing with James. This is it. If you like it, show your appreciation and get a little something back. Patreon.com slash That Thing with James. 
Also, while I'm on business, since I'm here already, uh, if you have a suggestion for a story or topic or subject you would like me to cover on the show, if, uh, if you would like to be on the show, or if you would like me to be on your show, or if you just want to tell me nice things, send me an email at thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. I'll read it. And I will get back to you. Uh, I also have social media. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. My handle on all three is at James J. Asher. And another place where you can give me some content for the show and share some memes and shit posts because I live for shit posts. Um, become a subscriber at my subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash that thing with James. Uh, there will be links to all this stuff in the episode description. Uh, and also, if you are not already, please uh, subscribe to this show. You know, give it a five-star rating and a positive review. And for you YouTubers, uh, give it a thumbs up and all and write a comment, a nice comment, please. And for everyone, uh, share the show. Share the show with friends, family, strangers, whomever. Share it with your pet. Hell yeah, I, I want more animals watching and hearing this show. I think they would love it. Uh, anyway, that's the business. Back to it. Human design has been around for roughly 35 years after the founder, Ra-Uru-Hu, encountered what he called a voice. His encounter lasted for eight days, where this entity shared information that would soon create the human design concepts blueprint. The teachings of human design are based on Western astrology, chakras, quantum physics, Kabbalah, and I Ching. As we learn more <clears throat> about human design together, you may notice some elements from these uh, existing practices. Ra'uru, whose students have become teachers of human design around the world since the discovery back in the 1980s, and they continue to encourage others to experiment with their individual design. And um, I want to say, my body graph that I got, I still don't understand a lot. There's like a lot to learn. Uh, and there are a lot of different websites that will do readings and such for you, but they want you to, you know, pay a hefty price. Certainly not nothing like five bucks for a whole fucking month of stuff. You know, which is pretty fucking cheap. Wink. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. Um, no, I'm talking like pay a hundred bucks and, and get this reading. Um, but you can also find a lot of this stuff for free. It's just you're going to have to learn on your own and you're going to have to do some digging to, you know, find out how to read your graph and, and the implications of the reading, etc. Well, anyway, um, there's a lot I don't understand, but I've learned... What I have learned thus far with my own graph makes so much fucking sense. I guess it's like uh, learning something about yourself. Like maybe uh, I, I, it's not on the same level and certainly not the type of prejudice, but it's like, you know, figuring out that maybe you're trans, like that explains why you're always bad, uh, you know, feeling down. You've got body dysphoria. I think that's the word dysphoria all that stuff. This is certainly not on that level, but this has clicked for me in making so much fucking sense of my experience and of just how I sort of do things from the gut. 
because surprise, surprise, one of the aspects of my chart was that my decisions and my best decisions come from the gut. Uh, and when I overanalyze it or second guess, and the, and the gut doesn't repeat itself. It speaks quietly, sometimes loudly, but it only speaks once. Follow it, you'll be fine. Uh, and that's been my personal experience. And every time I try to strategize and intellectualize and overanalyze, it fucking blows up in my face. Anyway, back to this article here. So, okay, so where does the science come in? Human design is based on neutrinos. Neutrinos are particles with a mass almost equivalent to zero, making them highly unique and fast-moving. Three trillion neutrinos pass through the planet per second. Ra-Uru-Hu's defined the science of neutrinos as the foundation of the human design system and how energy passes through our bodies, influencing our interactions throughout life. Type and Strategy Finding your type is the first step to understanding your human design and how it works. As mentioned, there are five types that will help you experience greater alignment with yourself, but just as important are strategy and authority. Throughout your human design experiment, your goal, and I do like that they, they always refer to it as an experiment. Treat this as an experiment, and it calls itself an experiment. But through the experiment, your the goal is to master your strategy and authority. Once you've hit mastery, a whole new ease of life is opened to you. You may find your relationships are stronger, your decision-making skills are sharper, and your overall healthier. Each type has a different aura based on the energy centers that communicates and engages with others in the world in different ways. Uh, the manner in which you communicate is called your strategy. Using our strategy is how we begin to live a life with less resistance. And again, that's kind of what I was saying a bit ago. Like I have found and have often struggled with that really just following my gut, um, I meet a lot less resistance in life when I just go with my gut instead of going with what I think is the right thing or what I think I should do or what it seems like, you know, hustle, hustle, hustle. Everyone else is hustling and getting stuff back. Why is this not just not working, but blowing up in my fucking face? That's kind of resistance. Whereas if I just go with my gut, it works out better than I could even fucking imagine. Uh, because I literally, you, 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 you can't predict the fucking future. Usually. I mean, I, I can predict patterns very well and that sort of thing, but uh, the precise when and how and type of phenomena that happens to you. You can't really predict that necessarily. Anyway, um, blah, 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 blah. Here, let's, re let's read what these types are. Type one, generators. Um, this type, uh, see, generators are destined to build. This type is known to be energetic and eager to respond to problems and challenges as defined by their strategy. They have a consistent energy source located, loc located in their sacral or sacrum, so there's little risk for burnout. So that's someone who just has a lot of energy and doesn't need a lot of rest. Generators make up 37% of the population, are designed to build. 
Um, and while they account for the majority, they hold a critical role in society. Without generators, there would be no making and doing, quote-unquote. Um, this type is known to be energetic and eager to respond to problems and challenges, yada yada. Uh, as a generator, you may feel inclined to hop headfirst into a new project or commitment. However, you may find yourself later bored or frustrated. To conserve your energy and avoid frustration, express caution about what you say yes to and allow time before making a decision. These strategies will allow you to feel satisfied in life. When you learn to listen to your body, you will find your signature theme, satisfaction, and purpose in life. Type, uh, oh, that's type one. Part two, manifesting generators. Manifesting generators make up about 33% of the population. What makes this type different is that this type holds a manifester and a generator's characteristics. Manifesting generators find joy in, in trying new things and squeezing the most out of life. They are notorious for finding shortcuts to mastery. Manifesting generators tend to work hard like a generator with their energy stemming from their sacral chakra, but uh, have the power to speak things into existence like a manifester. You may be a manifesting generator if you experience bursts of energy with the need to recharge or if you feel strongly about whether something is for you or not. Manifesting generators know immediately if they are on the right track. You need to be aware of what you respond to, and like manifestors, ensure you are informing others before you act. Satisfaction will come from manifesting uh, generators to learn when they learn how to conserve energy by acting and responding with caution and intention. Okay, so then what are here are manifestors, who which include 10% of the population and are known to be the trailblazers of the world. Manifestors are happiest when they are on their own, solving problems and making a difference. However, they thrive from the energy of other types and find balance from their support. Their energy is known to be some of the strongest of all types, which means that manifestors often speak things into existence, hence the name. To find alignment, manifestors must use their strategy of informing before acting. Informing others before acting gives advance to those around them to be charged full to charge full force without any obstacles or stepping on toes. Don't mistake their need to inform others with asking permission, though. Manifestors often are determined in their endeavors and move forward without question. Anger is a sign that a manifester is not living in their true identity. Once they learn to communicate effectively and start to inform themselves and others in their intentions, they can begin to feel peace and move forward in true alignment. Communication will help to alleviate the feelings of control and will allow the manifester to experience their signature, which is genuine peace. And then type three, projectors, which is what I am. Uh, projectors are quite different from manifestors and generators. Projectors have an engaging and complex depth to their spirit. See, see, I'm special and I'm deep, and I'm complex. 
and I think we should kiss. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if we like kissed? <laughs> mm. This type includes 20% of the population and differs from the aforementioned types due to their lack of consistent energy-generated energy, meaning they need naps, which I need naps for sure. Unlike manifestors and generators, projectors must use their energy wisely to live in alignment. Without careful use of their energy, they risk burnout in their daily lives. And boy, do I get burned out when I don't really take care of myself. <laughs> Characteristics of a projector include, oh, oh God, excuse me. Sorry. Characteristics, this, this cranberry sauce is getting to me. Characteristics of a projector include feeling like they don't have a calling and the desire to be recognized for their skill. Wait, feeling like they don't have a calling. That's weird because I most definitely have a calling. Uh, but And they also have a desire to be recognized for their skill. However, projectors have skills that are highly sought after by others, which makes them excellent leaders. And when projectors learn to wait for the invitation, they can invite fulfillment into their lives. With their lack of consistent energy, this type must become a master at productivity and act as a guide for others to do the same. When projectors wait for the invitation, they can provide the necessary guidance that fulfills both themselves and others. Think like um, advice, you know, uh, unasked for advice and, and advice that is asked for. Projectors who fail to wait for the invitation often feel unappreciated or experience bitterness, which, yeah, I can become quite bitter, that can prevent them from living happily. Even more so, accepting the right invitations becomes a crucial skill that can transcend the projector. Success is the signature for projectors, making them very special. See, I'm special. If you're a projector, find joy in your work and you will find success. I've got some stuff to say, but I'm going to wait and read the next one. Type 4 Reflectors. I, I've not read about this one. Reflectors are the rarest of them all, representing only 1% of the population. Reflectors are very attuned to the world around them. They quickly pick up on the quality of energy they come in contact with daily. Have you ever been around someone who instantly knows whether the environment is safe or if it's time to head out? This is representative of reflectors. They are sensitive to energy, and if they aren't careful, they can absorb negative energy. I think I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of this stuff is on some sort of spectrum because I feel I've got a bit of that too, the sensing. Um, reflectors do what their type name suggests, subject, suggests, absorb the energy around them and reflect it out into the world. 
As a reflector, people you come in contact with will pick up on the energy you reflect and vice versa. Reflectors also stand out because of their connection to lunar cycles. Reflectors rely heavily on the moon cycle and the energies that it brings. For a reflector to live in alignment, they must wait out a lunar, lunar cycle. If you are a reflector, you can avoid disappointment by revolving your energy around the moon. Once a reflector can learn to live by the moon's cycles, they can experience real interest in the world and surprise themselves with what's around them. Surprise is the signature of a reflector. Okay, so... Um, yeah, my chart said that I am a projector. And what the one thing that really fucking struck me like a crystal bullet to the middle of the forehead of like, wow, what the fuck was strongest sense because it'll show you like what your strongest sense is. And mine was smell. Now, if you have been watching and follow, or following this show for some time, you will know that I have talked about a particular episode, not of just, just the show, but of my life, in which I sort of unlocked a super sense of smell, which is also sort of a super sense of taste, because I, I, mine was like taste and smell, the, the fucking sense. Um, I have super fucking smell. And to see that reflected in my design body graph kind of blew my fucking mind and really made me want to learn more about it. And so, of course, I consulted different websites and then said, fuck, I need to go to Reddit because that's a great resource for finding places. Like It's a good springboard and, and it's a good place to hear what other people have to say. Um, and from there, I found out about a podcast called I think it's called That Projector Life. And um, I've only listened to a handful of episodes so far, but um, the, the person who, who makes that, she's really good. Um, she's, she's not going to say like, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. Oh, buy this package to blah, 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 blah. Um, no, she does have like some monetized part where, but I think that's more like career coaching kind of a thing or like a marketing strategy sort of a thing. It's her day job. But I think uh, the podcast is more like her passion project of talking about being what it's like to be a projector because she's a projector too. And so much of the stuff I've learned from that podcast and from other things I've read about makes so much fucking sense to me that when I go ahead and do something, when I try to hustle and grind or, or do what um, society at large tells you to do, like, oh, you have to do this this way or else you're not going to get success. I've seen it very recently with this fucking show right here. Um where I tried to hustle or, or do something a certain way. I've been fucking with it for over a year now, really. I mean, it really took off when the pandemic started and I was like, I'm not getting acting work. What the, I, I, I gotta do something. Um, and so I, I, I tried to do stuff with this show and take it certain ways that I feel really came to not just the detriment 
of this show, but also to me personally, I had expended so much energy and burnout and I wasn't having fun and things were just getting worse all around because nothing in your life exists in a vacuum. Everything affects everything else, okay? And it has just been like on a downward spiral and I've been dealing with that and then I had like, you know, my months-long buildup to a nervous breakdown really came through last weekend and, um, and uh, well, by the time you're hearing this show, it will have been two weekends ago, but, uh, I had a lot of that months building up to that, um, fucking breakdown. And, um, I was like, I need to readjust. And then uh, this fucking thing comes into my life. Like I just stumble upon this. And I remember so many things that have like worked out and helped me understand and move forward and actually achieve the type of success and goals that I want for me personally in my gut, in my heart, uh, in my inner baby, what it wants. I kind of just fucking stumble into these things because when I try to, you know, tinker with it in certain ways, it doesn't work out. And I've known that forever. If I try to push something, it just pushes back even harder. And I forget that sometimes. And then when I let go and give up, things happen. And I feel that this human design thing has, from what I understand, and the more I learn about it, the more it gives me context and understanding how I work. I mean, it's eerie. And again, I'm treating it like an experiment, but thus far, it has been pleasantly eerie in its accuracy of explaining and, and, and just clicking. It clicks for me of like, okay, I really need to listen to my gut and I really do feel like I have more energy. And, and one of the key things for a projector is just having fun because you're going to have to wait because I know when I try to force something or, you know, get into a situation, oh, I see, you know, these podcasters are talking to each other and all this stuff and there's this whole thing and I would really like to get into that. And so I, you know, kind of reach out and everything and more often than not, it doesn't work out. And even if I go in with like good intentions, I, I'll find that, oh, I just sort of had some uh, one little icky intention that I was consciously ignoring in, in trying to reach out and enter some like little uh, bubble of people or whatever. Um, whereas I've had some other things like the, the hosts of, um, um, fuck, why am I blanking out? <laughs> Radio free tote bag. Those, those two are just absolute sweethearts. And I, only got them on the show and got to be on their show because I was just having fun. You know, I wasn't like going in, I'm going to try to network or whatever. It's just, I got a response from Audrey on some tweet that I made. And I was just like, oh, this seems fun. And said, hey, you want to be on my hundredth episode? And she said, yeah. But that only came about because I was having fun, you know? And uh, so I guess what I'm saying is I'm special and I get to have fun and play. And uh, another cool thing I've learned about projectors is that they're known as like seers, like S-E-E-R. 
uh, and also um, leaders. And the thing is like, they can just sort of see the way things work and they can just sort of instinctively, well, not sort of, they can absolutely instinctively see how a, a system can be improved. However, someone has to invite them to say like, hey, what do you think about this? Because otherwise it's not going to get heard and a projector will end up being like, my fucking, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I've got some value to offer here and I am valuable and you don't fucking see that. That's the bitterness that can come up. So, and that's one of the hard things is uh, the waiting for an invitation. That doesn't necessarily mean uh, someone saying, hey, come here. Do you want to come here? That sort of thing. There's different nuances. Just think of it as like a broad umbrella term for projectors have to be invited to a sort of thing. But anyway, this episode went twice as long as I expected it would. So I need to wrap it up, charge the camera, and then I'm going to record uh, a premium episode about Catholic communists, uh, something I I forgot about but remembered um, earlier today. Um, But I'm interested about this stuff. I'd like to hear what your what your design type is. You know, go to those, look it up. Like my human design, uh, yeah, it's woo woo. Just think of it as fun, just a fun little experiment. You know, like a BuzzFeed uh, personality quiz or whatever. But I'd like to hear uh, what your type is and if that if if it clicks for you. So let me know, like write a comment, email me or something. I can read it on here. Um, that thing with James at gmail.com. Send me an email there. Slide into my DMs, social media at James J. Asher. And again, if you want more of the show and if you want to show your appreciation, um, I invite you to become a member of the Black Diamond Exclusive Club. That means uh, a subscriber at my Patreon, patreon.com slash that thing with James. All right, that's it for today. I love you. I'll catch you next time. Bye.